0: Welcome to Governmental Astrology. I'm Linda Rowe. Today is December 15th, 2019, and this is episode 11. In today's episode, I was going to introduce the planet Neptune. But, true to Neptune, I'm going to stop moving forward, and instead I'm going to bob up and down for a while. In fact, I'm going to take A scorpionic deep dive. I'm going to do this because taking scorpionic deep dives into important information is why I'm doing this podcast. Here's what happened. I came home yesterday and I made a pronouncement to my partner. I said I was ready for everybody in government to be voted out of office that I wanted a bunch of new people in our government. And then I started in on Nancy Pelosi and Adam Schiff and how I wanted them out of office. And all my partner said was, I don't think that's true, hon. I heard the, I don't think that's true. And I didn't quite know how to react. I felt like she was telling me that I wasn't telling the truth. I felt like she was telling me that I was lying, but I knew that wasn't possible, and I knew she wasn't saying that to me. But even if I knew that she wasn't telling me I was lying, I knew that she was shutting me down. She was telling me the conversation was over before it happened. But then I looked at her comment in the opposite way. She said that what I said wasn't true. In that way, she was telling me that I wasn't really saying what I felt and that was correct because at the end of the day, what do I really want from our governmental officials? I want some sort of a communication from them that shows the depth of their emotions. I want to see or hear how awful this is for them. I want to hear their anguish, their despair over dealing with an authoritarian government. And I hear nothing of emotions. Not a single emotion is being communicated to me. They largely seem like it's life as normal in Washington. And so my partner and I talked. And at the end of our conversation, here's what I understood. She felt that she didn't want to argue with me. I was making a strong statement, and she felt opposite. She felt differently. Um, When she looks at our government, our Congress, she does see that they're dealing with the authoritarian government to the best of their abilities. And so I realized that while I felt that I was expressing pain and anguish, I really hadn't expressed any pain. All I had done was make a pronouncement. And I'm bringing all of this up because it's a scenario that I'm seeing playing out over and over. Not only in my life has it played out over and over, but also I'm seeing it play out in society. So I can finally say that I'm beginning to figure all this out. I express pain from my eighth house of Scorpio and Neptune. And this is a very deep place in me. When I express pain, it almost always has to do with what I'm seeing in the larger society. And it almost always has to do with my feelings of belonging. I think it should come as no surprise to you that in our society, we have very little sense of belonging. Our society requires proof. You must merit entrance. And if you have no merit, then there is no reason to admit you to the larger group. I find this to be very painful. But it's also such a large pain that it can be difficult to find the words to express that pain. And so I express it as anger. Going back to my earlier conversation with my partner, I realized that I now have the ability to communicate my deep sense of pain, and I can leave the angry pronouncements behind. And so here's what I want to say to the people in our government. I see the people in our government, the congressmen and the congresswomen, everyone representing us, as largely living their lives without a deep connection to what is currently happening, either in our government or in our world. We have a government which is currently locking people up in cages for months. We have a government that is removing children and babies from their parents' arms, and then somehow the government loses track of those babies. The babies are living with some family and they're never going to return to their parents' arms again. We have a government where the president publicly states that he can shoot someone on the sidewalk and no one will say a thing. And then he publicly states, more than once, that he wants a foreign government to begin looking into the background of his political rivals. We have a government where our president puts out tweets that attack individual citizens. The president is currently attacking a 16-year-old girl who is calling for the government and society in general to begin to act on climate issues. If I heard from representatives in the House any communication of anguish or of pain or of sorrow about the things that I have described. Well, I would know that the people who I have elected to represent me are doing their job. And this is what I want to hear. I also want to hear that the representatives that I have elected find the behavior of the people in the presidential wing of our government to be unacceptable that the behavior must stop people must be let out of cages babies must be returned to their parents arms and we don't need any more investigations i've seen enough with my own eyes i've heard enough with my own ears i don't need anyone else telling me what's going on in our government I can experience it with my own body. The knowledge that my government is doing unacceptable things, authoritarian things, fascist things. I can see and feel this for myself. And the most painful thing for me? I look around and I find people simply living their lives. I've met other individuals who are upset. I've talked with them but society as a whole, living life is normal. This is what I see. This knowledge that Americans as a whole are not taking action, but are instead simply living their lives. This is deeply painful for me. I'm telling you all of this because I see a tremendous similarity between the way that I'm reacting, either to the government or to our society, I'm seeing a tremendous similarity to the way that I'm reacting to the way the millennial generation is reacting to our government and to our society. I'm watching them make angry pronouncements. And then I watch grown adults shut them down. The things that have been said about Greta Thunberg are things that a grown adult should never say about a 16-year-old. Much less to a 16 year old who is actually doing something about our world situation. I see a similar phenomenon with others who are slightly older than Greta. On February 14, 2018, a shooter killed 17 people inside the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland, Florida. Besides the 17 dead students and teachers, Another 17 people were injured. After the shooting, the students began speaking out. And soon after the students began speaking out, adults began lobbing their own pot shots back at the students. I heard and I read statements on Google and tweets from adults that made fun of one young gentleman because he hadn't been accepted to college in the year following the shooting. I heard and I read tweets of other adults who began attacking a young woman whose family is from Cuba. The attacks were strong. I saw adults ta- attacking her for being LGBTQ, for being of Cuban heritage, for being young and for what she was saying. And now I'm hearing and reading statements going back and forth concerning boomers. The young people have expressed anger to the larger society that they see people simply living their lives and not doing anything to change the situation that we're in. I read articles in magazines and in journals where young people are stating how angry they are. I'm reading that they blame people my age and older. And then I read that the older people are attacking. They're calling these kids names, making fun of them, shutting them down. What are the young people doing? They're expressing pain. You know, we're not really allowed to express pain in this society. We're taught to just take whatever we've been given. Something's hurting you? Don't say very much about it because people are going to think you're complaining. You're hurting? Don't say very much about it because people are going to think that you're negative. People might think that you're a Debbie Downer. And so what is available for us to express? Anger. But when we hear anger, we also need to hear the pain that is behind the anger. This is a conversation that has been playing out for millennia, and it's time. We can change how we respond to people. As we change how we respond to people, we will begin to learn how to express pain in a way that isn't angry. And so what we really need to do is to listen to young people. Listening to them means that we're receptive to them. We want them to draw close, to tell us what they're seeing. We want them to tell us what they are experiencing, but I don't see receptivity. I see attack. And with attack, they will continue their angry statements because they're the ones that are expressing their pain. They need someone to listen to them or their anger will deepen, their despair will deepen. I have said this before. We of the older generation are attacking our own children. We have turned on our own. This needs to stop. The millennial generation is largely the generation of Pluto and Scorpio. And I think that might be why I'm resonating so strongly with this generation. I'm Venus in Scorpio, I'm Neptune in Scorpio. They're Pluto. In Scorpio, And let me tell you a thing or two about Scorpios. Scorpio is a fixed water sign. Fixed is another word for surrounded, walled in, contained. Scorpios have their water inside a container. A scorpion has water in a fixed location too, inside the stinger. So does a snake. The venom is water. That is inside a container. Both of these animals use their stingers, their fangs, to inject poison into others. They inject the poison when they are afraid. They inject poison when they're upset and when they're angry. I have personal experience with this with snakes. I was walking with my dog one day We were walking across the street from Rocky Flats, the ex-nuclear facility, right outside Boulder. The ex-nuclear facility, right inside Arvada. I was walking with a friend of mine and my dog. And since there were no other human beings around, I let my dog off-leash. But what I didn't realize at the time was that in the foothills across the street from Rocky Flats, there are quite a few rattlesnakes. And that day, we came upon a rattlesnake who was stretched out across the trail. So we stopped, we looked, and I forgot that my dog was off-leash. The snake gave a warning pronouncement. The snake rattled. And when the snake made the noise, my dog went to investigate. And that's when the snake lashed out. I was immediately surprised by the tremendous emotion that was in that lashing out. I would describe the the bite as violent, but it wasn't really violent. It was strong and it was filled with anger and terror all at once. I felt the snake's anguish and I watched my dog fall backwards. She didn't move. I thought my dog was going to die right then and there and I, was filled with anger and fear, anguish. I screamed, and I screamed so loudly that even though we were on top of a mountain, they heard us down below. And when my friend and I carried the dog down the mountain, a woman was waiting for us. She had heard my scream, and she knew that something was happen- That had happened. She kindly drove us to the vet where my dog was attended to, And now you'll sometimes hear me say Juniper instead of Jupiter. And whenever that's happening, you'll know I'm thinking about my dog because her name was Juniper. Um, And she didn't die. She didn't die from the... She lived quite a few years after that. Um, So I'm hearing warning rattles of a generation in Scorpio. They're in anguish and no one is listening to them. Instead people are tormenting them, and this only causes the Scorpio to lash out even more. We older adults have the ability to be receptive to our younger adults. We have more experience, and what the younger adults are saying is true. We older adults are hiding our pain. We are largely living our lives and we are largely not taking action. We're not speaking out. We are living our lives in quiet desperation. But I know that we older adults are also feeling the situation quite deeply. And so by listening, we can begin a dialogue. Listening is the key to healing. Listening is also the way out of authoritarianism. In fact, it may be the only way out. Remember that authoritarianism is the maze. If, you, if we go back to the, the story, the maze, the Minotaur and the String, authoritarianism is the maze. And listening may be our only way out of it. And so I return to my earlier feelings of desperation with our governmental representatives. I blamed them. I blamed Nancy Pelosi, only momentarily, because I really do think she's doing some wonderful things right now. And I begin to look at the situation more deeply. Only about 50% of people, according to polls, really want the president to be impeached. And who knows why only 50%? I don't. The only way we're going to find out Why people are not interested in getting our current authoritarian government out of office is to listen to people. We have to listen to each other. And that way, each of us is... I'm sorry, the way that each of us is reacting to our government, there's truth in that reaction. What I've been saying today is that I don't get to call you names and shut you down simply because you make a pronouncement that shocks me. I know that behind your pronouncement is a deep feeling, and I know when I listen to you speak about the deep feeling. I know that I'm going to learn something profound. So this is our call, to be receptive to one another. To listen to the pain that we hear around us its really the only thing that we can do. We can't save someone else from pain. We can't take away someone else's pain. And the issues that we're all reacting to, they're huge issues. So really one individual can't do much of anything against what is, what is happening. We must act together as a group. But the only way to be a group is to be receptive to one another. It always comes back to that. And so, I thank you for listening today. I'll be back with more information on Neptune. Um, Neptune as a planet is a little tricky, but once you understand it, you'll find no greater guide or advocate. So, email or call me, as always. uh, My phone number, 720-608-0309. And my email, governmentalastrology at gmail.com. Thank you very much.